Thank you for listening to the Other Side of Sports podcast, representing the DMV. Be sure to subscribe to us on Stitcher, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube at OSS TV. Look, we need your support, so please do us a favor and make sure you leave a comment and give us a rating. Thank you. Now on to our show. <laughs> you are now tuned to the other side of BOK Sports 9 Welcome back. You're now tuned into the other side, the other side of sports. I'm your host, Laws in the building. Got yeah. my man Aaron rocking out. Yeah. Did you miss me? I know, I, I know we took I took a week know. off. I'm sorry to the people, all the fans and stuff like that. We traveled out of town with the Denver, Colorado. And you know the time difference gonna get you off break because it's two hours. What is it? In f- in front of us. So right now we shooting a show, it's around seven o'clock. So it's it's five o'clock there, right? So I didn't really like take that into account. And when we was traveling, when we showed up, it was like seven o'clock though. Like when we was getting off the plane. So it was, and then I left some equipment at home. It just wasn't going to work though. Y'all know me, I might be the second hardest, uh, hardest worker in, in show business right now. Cause you know, we don't take no Aaron. You can tell them rain, sleet, snow, hail. No days Batman, off. No day. I be dying. Batman got to shape up. Nothing. I'm still coming on for the people. That's how we get down, though. The show must go on. So it really got to be like I can't. Matter of fact, I almost went live in the airport, dog. But if I ain't had a baby and a wife, and Mrs., it just would have been too much. She'd have been looking at me like. Come on, bro. Like, chill out. You know what I'm saying? What are you doing right now? You're looking like the Wizards. This not going to fly. So I had to, you know, it's okay. Sometimes you can take it, take a vacation day, right? You know what I'm saying? As long as you don't, you don't make it a habit. Um, but we back. A lot of stuff went down, though, while we was, we was gone from the scene. It was a whole bunch of sports news, a whole bunch of NFL changes and quarterbacks and Deshaun back. What's happening? He texted and said, what's up with them wings? Because he sat out the whole year. <laughs> hey, don't. No do commissioners old, left. I do owe Bama's uh, the all-you-can-eat at the, at the Hooters piece, but Bama's ain't going in no more, dog. We gonna, I might have to make the homemade jumps, defry them jokers, and give them to you straight like that out, out the frying pan, dog, because yeah, dog. The Batman set out the whole year. Now, the question, I mean, we got questions, of course. We're going to get into them. The Deshaun Jones is real juicy right now. So, will he play, dog? You think he going to play? I think he's playing. What, how many games he going to have to sit out? Because right now, Zero. you know you know what's happening. You know what's happening, dog. The drum up. They trying to drum up, like, anger and a in the Browns organization, for those who don't know, I mean, you got to be living under a rock or a sock or a block or something. If you don't know that Deshaun Watson is with the Cleveland Browns right now, 
I just know he was going to uh, Atlanta. Till they gave him that Steph Curry contract, two thirty guarantee. You gotta you know, take that. You gotta take that. And you don't even know is the Brown was the Browns lunching though? Was this too much for a what? guy you don't know when you gonna get him? This is they exactly gave up four first round picks, two sec like they gave up. What you call it, a king's ransom? But in these scenarios, when you're not the Lakers, when you're not the the Patriots or an elite level team that players want to come to, you have to give up too much. And you got a chance to get a franchise quarterback who is a top five quarterback in the league when he's playing at age 26. It doesn't matter what you gave up. You get that and you figure out the rest. And they understood. Like they weren't getting but so far with Baker. You got a chance to get a super elite Bama who's top five quarterback. You pull the trigger every time. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're dealing with on this side where everybody's so scary and overvalued draft picks and scared to make a move and navigating like they are a premier team that people want to come to. No, you got to do too much. You got to do too much. Do you do you think the backlash, because he still got 22 pending cases. He beat he beat the... Uh, civil joint. You talk about lawsuits. They not just going want to bread. They want bread. They want breadsticks. We know what it's about, though. It's to get the breadsticks. Whoever can hang in there the longest. Now, if he's playing while this stuff is happening, can you let him see the field while the, while the civil stuff is still going on in the background? Didn't you just say all they gave up? You think they did that to let the Bama sit on the sideline because these youngins want to uh, <laughs> take him to court and sue him for the bread? He's not going to jail. So unless he gets suspended by the league, the Bama will be there week one. Will the league suspend him, Aaron? That's the question. Will they? I feel like they 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 getting pushed into a corner where they it's, it might they might have to. You know the super progressive youngins is going to try to force the hand, so I could see them say, "Okay, come on, like come on, Deshaun, just sit four games." You know what I mean? Like, but they have no intentions unless stuff gets too crazy or suspending them. I think all of these things, all these conversations take place before uh, Cleveland guarantees the spam of 230 and trades all of those mm-hmm. uh, first round picks for them. Well, you, well, you would hope so. Cleveland known for doing some... <laughs> this is the thing. They also put in this contract where the first year is only a million dollars. So if he gets suspended, he's not going to lose all that bread. He, they pulled... Dog, they rolled out the red carpet to get that Bam over there. They was thinking outside the box and it worked because he told them no. Then 24 hours later, he was signing on the dotted line. So they got creative. Yes, you got to admire front offices when they do their job, though. Dog, what is our front office doing, dog? Trying to see who else used to play for Ron Rivera five years ago that, that they could bring in. No, it's it's. We're gonna get into that a little bit later, dog. Because because we we got to talk about these these Bamas is. It, it, it's starting to just get on my la- my last nerve, dog. The stuff they they no moves since Carson Wentz. All these available Bamas out here. That twenty eight mil. They sitting on their hands now. You see, they're releasing people. They said they weren't going to release. You know what I mean? Like I don't see how they got better as a team from last year to this year. They didn't. They they they, they didn't. They could have traded. Uh, Y'all boy, Brandon, uh, Sheriff, Brandon Sheriff, never traded him. Now you just get a compensatory pick. It's just a bunch of idiots over there. 
Okay, now on to the questions of the day. We got a few, got a few. Uh, question of the day. My fiance is really, in my opinion, petty about money and it's making me question things. I proposed to my partner of seven years recently and we plan on getting married next spring. One thing I've noticed over the years, but it's getting even uh, weirder now that we're engaged, how petty she is with money and why she... What... We both work. I work full-time, her part-time. I pay our mortgage and power. She pays for the internet and split groceries. I also pay for all our dates. Every time we go out, if we want to go on vacation, it's all out of my pocket. I don't really have a problem with it, with that. But I noticed she's super petty about money. Examples. We're in the store and I realized I forgot my wallet and need to borrow $7.50 off of her for something she will be adamantly on me to get the full amount back no matter what I gave her. Uh, I gave her $7 back and she goes, where's the other 50 cents? And I told her I didn't have any change. So she told me to go break a bill. (laughs) We're driving over the bridge and realized that her pass for the bridge toll is expired. So I asked if she has a uh, $2 coin. She she says, sure, as long as I pay her back. Keep in mind, it was her bridge pass that was expired and I was taking her to an appointment. Um Here's another scenario. We're doing the renovations on the condo we own together. She came into some inheritance money, so we started earlier than intended, and I didn't have all the money saved. She kept a detailed list of everything she paid for for me to pay her back the money. I owed her $550. I came up with $500, but she was insistent on the other $50. This is a condo we both, the both of us, our names are on. I just wanted to put the $50 towards the tile that she wanted. Does this does this seem like a massive red flag? Am I being taken advantage of? Why would she be so petty? Is it a childhood thing? She's she's an only child, and I had lots of brothers, so maybe I it's a difference growing up. What should I do? You got this one. Dog, I, I don't, I don't know, dog. I just, I feel like if Youngin is being petty about the bread, she keep asking you for money and it's bothering you, and you about to marry this Youngin, and and may and it could, I, I mean, have you said anything to her? Have you talked about her? Talked about it with her? Like, look, I think you're just being petty or whatever. Like, I, I, I just, I don't know, dog. Find another one, dog. I might just be in your camp with with this one. I don't see asking for the money. Somebody said they're gonna give you back is petty. If the Bama said he was gonna give her seven fifty, give her seven fifty. That's facts. Now, now he might be feeling like because he pays for everything it shouldn't be that big of a deal. And he has a point mm-hmm. there. Like if she's being this contentious about this minimal amounts of money and y'all been together seven years, it's not like y'all one unit. Then that might be a little bit of a, a flag for me. But outside of that, pay her what you owe her. Like 
why is it so hard for you to to come back with the money you left with? Like he said, he took five fifty, and he wanted to give her five hundred back and attribute fifty to something else. It's just, what are you signing up for? Yeah. Um, Does she respect the male boundaries in the household? She, like some stuff that Bama's want come with a price. Yeah. And that price might be the breadsticks. If that's not what you're signing up for, then you better get out of there before you get married. Yeah. Yeah, you got to get out, though. I mean, the thing is, if it's already bothering you and she like, I mean, you need to have a conversation about it. I mean, if you have a future together, y'all going to have shared accounts and shared things. And I Do mean, all married people have like shared accounts and share money or do... Do you know any Bamas that keep their money separate and just... I mean... I, dog, I, listen, I'm going to tell you how I know, bro. <laughs> this is my household. Dog, we do whatever works. Marriage ain't one of them things like where you can just have these hard lines in the sand of what you're going to do and how you're going to manage this and blah, 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 blah. It just... It, it, that's not the best way to... to, to work out that type of arrangement right so I, yeah I mean being able to have discussions and communicate figure out what the best way to kind of manage resources within the house you know I don't necessarily like I mean my wife has access to the, to all the accounts and stuff but I actually like her having her own account dog because when the bills gotta get paid dog you, you I don't want no discrepancies when I'm like I'm like hold on young what and she done went to Target or because you know they go ham and Target and Walmart and all them type of like so it need to be some like boundaries around that and I think if you're wise you'll have like your own separate account she'll have her own separate and y'all have one account where you kind of manage the main stuff out of and if you want bread to do this get your head done head cut shape up whatever you kind of put it in your account and do things like that and then major big purchases kind of collaborate though above a certain amount like that's what i my household work but i don't know how Alabama's do it i mean you, if if you got the money and this and you've been managing it and it just works then do that, dog. I mean, for each household got to make their own decisions, dog, because you got to live with her, deal with the situation and stuff like that. So you figure that out. So if you hit a lick, that go in the main account with both people or that go into the to the side account? Dog, I done got, I done got hit in the head uh, trying, to, <laughs> trying to put the... You put hit the, a five-team parlay. Yeah, dog. Come up. Where that bread hey, go? look. Hey, look, but this is but this is this is a part of it too. This not even this is we done jumped on a whole different subject. Part of it is trust, though. It just come down to trust. Cause really, why do you want to control the money and not let nobody see what's going on? It's because you already know in your mind what they gonna do with the bread, and you got alternate plans what you want to do with the bread, and you're not trying to you're not trying to navigate that. It's just that's the bottom line. You're not trying to make those navigations. You just want to do what you want to do, whether it's a good cause or a bad cause. But like when you get married, dog, I'm just telling you, if you want to win the championship, the 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 offensive coordinator and the, and, and the, and the on-the-field player got to be on the same page, dog. If the Bama loop around the corner and, and you're going to call uh, pass protect or something, like you got to be on the same page. And so communication is key. I mean, like I said, I can only talk speak to my household and what, you know what I'm saying, the, the offense we running, you know, 
but everybody got to figure it out, dog. You, you got to figure it. It's best to have those conversations beforehand. I mean, man, man, you seem like y'all don't really discuss money. That, I mean, that's what the sentiment I'm getting. Y'all don't really discuss money. Y'all don't really talk about that's money transit. Like, y'all just, you just managing everything and doing everything. She probably don't even know how much money you spend on stuff. She probably don't even know. Have a clue. My wife didn't even know how much movies cost, dog, for the all, whole time we was dating, dog. She ain't, <laughs> she, she ain't know how much movies cost till we was married and she had to pay for a movie. She was like, yeah, hold on. Movies cost this much? Like, dog, we saw at least 1,100 movies, dog, and you paid. I'm like, yeah, like it just what it costs. So sometimes they don't, I mean, the women's space, especially when you're courting them and you're kind of taking care of all the stuff financially, like they just, they may not just have the the, the view on, on the bread. You know what I'm saying? Just never know. Yeah, I had a conversation. All right. Next question. All right, let's go ahead. Just found out my boyfriend had a fling with his brother's fiance. Uh-oh. Uh, my boyfriend and I have been dating for a while. He often enjoys hanging out around his brother, 27. They seem to be really close. They hang out every weekend, and my boyfriend often goes over his house. Recently, his brother's fiance reached out to me in hopes of us being closer friends. At first, I was all I was all for it. However, during our first night out together, she told me that her and her boyfriend had sex uh, about six years ago. I was shocked. She proceeded to say that this was uh, only a short fling, and a few months later, she started dating his brother. The brother was aware about the fling before they became serious. I'm just upset at the fact that I'm just now made aware of this. This situation is super awkward for me, honestly. They all see each other often and spend uh, time together because his brother and his fiance live together, and my boyfriend often visits. I asked my boyfriend about it, and he was devastated that she told me. He said that he had had a feeling that the conversation was going to pop up when she and I started hanging out. He said that he just wants the past to be the past because his brother is in love and he wants to move on from it, especially since they they weren't seriously involved. Should I be upset? No. Next question. That's it, Harry? That's it. <laughs> She shouldn't be upset. Now, do you think the brother knows? Yeah, she said the brother knew. This is like a, 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 a like an out in the open type situation. I guess he was yakking the joint off and then kept it moving, and the brother started messing with the joint and, and, and fell in love. Dog, that's too close to home, dog. Some dudes be moving like that, though. What kind of what kind of move? This. Y'all grew up in the same household, and the younger you you dish off and one joke, like, what is going on? Then he fell head over heels for the joke. He about yeah, to marry. Something on that. Don't any youngin who move like that, you don't need to be wifing. <laughs> you don't need to be wifing, bro. I don't know what, like. They be out here. <laughs> You'd be surprised they be out here. Especially if she feel like the brother gave her the short end of the stick. She probably start messing with this bama to try to like get back at him or the spike. 
do you think do you think her telling the fiance was was a little of course because that's not her place it's not her place and you could tell he ain't wanted to know because he knew that John was going to make stuff different and it and it is different because now young is she like it's every in her time. mind dog you yeah. already know once every time once, once you punch the code in dog ain't nothing going to unlock it <laughs> That joint is stamped, seared. He can't so go now, to the sister-in-law nowhere. Can't go pick up the birthday cake for the brother. Nothing. Because it's just like you running around with a young and you used to hit. That's all she see her as now. That's all she see her as. And don't let her just have insecurities, which, I mean, it sounds like, I don't know. Because she's saying, she's asking the question, should I be upset about this? You gonna feel away naturally because you didn't know. But I don't know that he was obligated to say something if he wasn't hit. But he, but he probably didn't say nothing to her because he knew how she would respond and react. Because you know how that's but how. That's I why do. everybody lie or keep stuff out because they yeah. don't want to deal with the conversation or the reaction. But six years in the past and you're not hitting the drink no more, and your brother is actually engaged to the drink, it's like a non-threat in my eyes. Like not something you would. Yeah. Have. Is she going to disclose every bad move in a 15 mile radius that that hit her? I mean, another thing is too that I don't know. This joint just sounds a little like the 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 fiance. I mean, the uh, the brothers, the ex girlfriend that's with the brother now. The see all, yeah. Ex see even all of that. Did you you see how you had to weave all? That's too much, dog. Relationships are already hard enough. Let me just tell the people all day. You don't want to be adding layers to the relationship that's just gonna make it more, more, more me messy, dog. Where you gotta wear a smock everywhere you go because it's just mess, dog. Why? These people. Ah. So what? What should she do? There's nothing she can do. Is she going to lead a bam? Because he hit something six years ago? Yeah, so... Act yeah, like you I never don't... heard it, but it's going to be hard, but keep it moving. <sighs> yeah, I don't know, no. I mean, if you can't get over it, it's just going to be an ongoing contentious issue because they about to get married. So it ain't like, would you want him not hang up with his brother or not see his brother? Like, disown the family, live across the country. I, I mean, I just don't see a resolution other than you reconciling with yourself that this is the past and put it in the past. But again, that's difficult for people to do, especially women. I mean, men too, but they just, they, ha they handle it differently. Um, but yeah, no. Should he have told her? No. You know, I'm a proponent of honesty is the best policy, and and I think if he if he was like let's say if he if something happened while they were together or there was something, then yes, he should have told her. But like, I just don't know. Like, why? What does it help? How does it help their relationship? Yeah, and I don't know how long they've been together and how long the brother and the girl been together because if he's thinking, oh, my brother just yakking this year and I used to yak, why would that come up versus them, you know what I mean, he yakking the joint and he fall in love and then 
they pop up engaged and it's like oh this spammer here like <laughs> <laughs> oh just yeah no yeah, I don't know, though. I don't know about this. But I do know this. Well, I don't know this, but I'm just saying. That that ex, the ex jump off, you got to watch her. She sound like she make a mess, too. Because you know what not to say to somebody. She 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 was pressed to, t- to get her out for them to hang out for her to say that. The brother's a gump. You could tell. He's There's so many layers. He don't have control of his youngin. He wifing up a joint his brother used to hit. It's just, it's so, so many layers. This man was a gump. <sighs> there you have it. Uh, all right, question number three. Uh, my wife does not want, oh, this is serious. My 28-year-old wife does not want to abort the baby with a defective gene. Lifelong, possible, painful disability is certain um sites like cities sites life is sacred oh okay lifelong possibility painful disability is certain my wife cites that life is sacred i am unable to financially or physically help her if she oh excuse me that ass a reflex bro oh help her if she gives birth we were greeted with devastating news recently long long story short we live in a state where abortion is legal i never thought my wife would be an anti-abortion person but she is a doctor gave us bad news after performing the test without going into details he said that it's highly probable that the child will be be fully dependent on us and won't be able to do anything on its own. Wife refuses to abort as she's pro-life. She warned me that if I divorce her, I would have to pay child support. What can I do? This family ready to divorce his wife because she won't abort his kid? Dog, he's a what terrible... What kind of is this? <laughs> dog, burn him at the stake. Get him out of here, dog. dog. Get him out of here. This Batman doesn't want no parts of it. And the thing is, while I know that that could be devastating and I know that could be, you know, hard to kind of reconcile, like, and I I don't, I'm not even saying that her giving birth is going to be the easy route. It's going to be easy, right? But just know that abortion is not easy either. Like people think like, oh, we just get an abortion and then, you know, no kid and everything is gravy. Like that's not, that's not a, uh, an easy experience for, for women like at all either. So I, I just, bro, you sound like, a, and I'm, I mean, this is as plain as I can put it, dog, but you, you sound like a, a terrible human being, bro. Like you're looking at it purely from a selfish and a standpoint. financial standpoint. Like if you poor, don't be having sex in the first place. Don't be making babies. Talking about he what? can't afford to take care of her if she go ahead and proceed with the baby. Like this bad my lunch. Yeah, dog. I mean, he go ahead and chop his joint off. <laughs> <laughs> he need to be done, done. Ah, <laughs> right. uh, okay. Oh, here we go. Am I as am I aging? 
I'm feeling more and more powerless and I see all my relationships are based on some needs. I can see my relationships riding away uh, if I took, took, I can see all my relationships riding away. These bad, I don't know why these bad be using these off-brand sentences and words. See, all of my relationships riding away if I take stock at my life for the last 10 years. I'm in my late 30s and have this growing sense of powerlessness. Despite my cordial relationships with my colleagues, I can see them struggling to find chinks in my armor. My relationship with my bosses have has always been very trans, transactional. My wife, though very loving, will shy away from discussion if I show my vulnerabilities. As long as I'm functioning, I'm a functioning husband and her lifestyle is not at risk, she is ready to play her role as a loving wife. My siblings are there only because I have been calling them and trying to keep in touch. None is there who actually roots for me, encourages me for my potential. All I see, all they see me as is a provider or someone they can rely on. I feel this immense pressure building up and I just feel like dropping all things under mounting, under mounting family, career pressure, all of these things. Uh, what is it in what what's in it for me after all if there's happiness or support is conditional to my suffering why do it what should I do dog beta max <laughs> dog these are the babs I want to tee off on dog shut your soft cookie dough gingerbread house in dog <laughs> What you mean? You sound real soft right now. These new age dudes, dog. This the dog, ones they've been trying to raise with the sensitivity oh, and the... everything is transact. Dog, that's, that's life. life. <laughs> what you mean? No, you going to listen? Only thing, listen. I'm telling you. He won't be a woman. He Stop. want unconditional love. <laughs> nah, for real. He want encouragement and pats on the back. You a man? You don't get that. <laughs> no. It's not in the job description. No. And the thing is, like, if you do get it, right, that's a blessing, right? But you know, you shouldn't need it. He ain't get it as a kid, though. His father said, shut up, go out in the backyard, clean the grass up, whatever. That's like, what most fathers did, but Batman's don't <laughs> act like this when they grow up. He wanna be a modern woman. It's okay. No, <laughs> 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 you got. Bro, I, you know what I need you to do? I need you to run a hot bath, dog. Put some, put some, 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 uh, Epsom put some dry ice. <laughs> nah, dry ice, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Jump inside, dog. What is you talk, dog? That's it's pressure on our shoulders because, yeah, he don't want to be a man. He don't. He want to be a modern woman, and it's fine because that's what they coaching up in society now. <laughs> So we supposed to tell him go get some therapy, go talk to somebody. No, and that's fine. He can do that. Those are positive things. Yes, do that. But don't don't be writing no letters online talking about it's, everything's it's transactional. We was talking about emo bammers like this. Just just was it day before yesterday though? He gotta be light skinned He gotta be <laughs> light skin. Seventy five percent chance. Probably no. mixed, but he gotta be light skinned. Oh. No, it's no way. It's no way. It's no way. It's no way. 
Bama oh. got a job, got a wife, a family, everything. No, he wanted to drop it. What you want? He want what he want to do? Just go, just squander all his bread in Vegas? No, I just I don't know what the alternative is. Like you're not going to be able to absolve yourself of transactional relationships and like life. Like, bro, be a bum. I, be a bum. Then you could have no transactional relationships whatsoever, <laughs> where you can't offer anything. Just be a bum. And you don't they have to see, worry about they it. They see how life is, though. It's what comes with success, at least marginal success, or having anything to offer. So I just, I expect this from youngers, not from no grown man. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're not raising your sons this way. No, I mean, maybe you just hitting a midlife crisis and you just need it. He losing his hairline. That must have been the same job for 20 years. No promotion. Same same route Bama walked to work, dog, like a kid going to school. (laughs) (laughs) He don't... This man been driving the same whip for 25 years, dog. He feels stuck. Y'all don't give no love at home. She just cooked dinner occasionally. All the rest of the times he got to eat out. Bama sleep on his side of the bed. She sleep on hers. He just... Kids just, Daddy, can I get $50 to go? Like, that's all. <laughs> I'm feeling stuck. Don't nobody rub his shoulders. Tell him, like, hey, like. <laughs> thank you. Nobody that, say thank yeah, you. He, had a, he <laughs> had a job. He was working for the last 20 years. That jump just paid the bills, dog. It ain't nothing he, w- he would do. If he had a choice, he wouldn't do it. Dog, he go just to wait for, Take a class. He wait for retirement. Find a hobby. Yeah. Do something, dog. Yeah, dog. Yeah, Go lift some weights, something. <laughs> Play basketball and stuff. Golf, dog. Oh, my goodness, bro. That Bama is easy bake oven right there. <laughs> Get him out of here. All right, last one. All right. My home was broken into. Now my wife wants to sell it and move. We've been together 10 years. We currently live in a home I inherited from my parents. We've been living here for five years. Last month, our home was broken into while we were out. No one was hurt, but we had a lot of things stolen, most replaceable, but some of it not. Ever since then, my wife has been adamant that we have to sell the house and move somewhere else because she's no longer feels safe here. Here's the thing, though. I don't want to sell it. This house is a was a giant, fantastic home in a safe neighborhood. Our break-in was not enough to make the local news, and I have a real uh, sentimental attachment to this place. I grew up in it. And I want to one day see my kids grow up in it and make new memories in this house. Besides that, though, the house is in great condition, fully paid off, and we have very low property taxes, much lower than what than we would if we were to sell and buy somewhere else. What should I do? Oh, it's, this is, I don't know why, this is so easy, bro. This is so easy. First of all, right, you got to realize that if you have all these sentimental connections to this house, right, your wife does it. That's the first thing. So you put more stock into it. I'm sure you're looking at the house with glossy eyes. You saying it's in great condition, safe neighborhood, all this, all this stuff, trying to size the house, right? Because in your eyes, that's what you see it is because you have good childhood memories living in that home, growing up and all that stuff, right? But your wife doesn't have that same experience, bro. So you can't, like, make her see it that way. 
So the best move you could probably do, right, is to rent the house out. Right? Just rent the house out. You keep the house, you at least have it, right? And rent the house out. And and move somewhere else, dog. I mean, you lucky. You don't even, I mean, I get it. You got low property taxes. You're not paying rent on the jump. That's a smooth move. Trust and believe, right? Um, who, I mean, every black kid in America want that, right? A house that get passed down, right? So I, I just don't know. This is not really an issue or a problem for me, the way I look at it. Just rent the house out. Move somewhere else. Make your wife happy, bro. That's that's not gonna be difficult. And then in five years, you want you want to move back into the house if you find financially it just was working better for y'all. You got the option. Earn. You make it sound real easy to navigate this 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 housing market right now in 2022. So, first of all, if you living in a house that's paid off. And you got all that equity just sitting there and you choose to stay there they might not be in a financial position to go where they want to go okay. so if you're trying to buy a house in 2022 right now you're going to overpay mm-hmm. it's a guarantee you're going to overpay so let's say that whatever neighborhood they in whatever the house is worth they can't take that out let's say they rent it out like you say mm-hmm. they gotta have the down payment 20 percent, unless they're gonna do the little fha get the little three and a half but mm-hmm. You're overpaying or having to come up with a completely different source where you're not paying any mortgage at all. So that's you talking about mortgage, taxes, utilities, okay, all this stuff. Like that's the kind of like a woman gets scared and emotional. She want to just go, but there's a huge logical financial component that goes into that. Now he messed it up by throwing in his little emotional attachment. <laughs> that Batman get see, Ern, if he really came with you, can if he came with the with the information you just came with, then it's a whole different conversation. We talking totally different. Yeah, but this so guy became old young. I, I got my hat. You know, I got a little attic in the back. You know, my treehouse used to be back there in the yard. And like, come on. And she don't want to downsize, I'm sure. So I'm sure she's going to want oh, the no. equivalent or bigger or more modern, which is going to cost more money. And to go mm-hmm. from not having a mortgage to paying a mortgage, that's a huge change of lifestyle unless y'all just rolling in the dough, which it don't yeah. sound like. Yeah. I mean, the way you break it down like that, bro, you need to just write everything Man, down from this show. Call ADT, just, call Vivid, get your little security system, get the cameras. Yeah, I don't know why you ain't had it, John, on it. <laughs> yeah, dog, yeah. I mean, yeah, you can make the house safer. Like, yeah, no, this you got, dog, first of all, you got a bunch of options, bro. You got a bunch of options. While, while I'm with Aaron in this market, it's probably not the best time. You been, the fact that even sometimes... Let me tell you something. You you ever seen the Zorro Bama? What's the what's the Bama? The Andalay, and they got the little. They put bull the sheet out. Yeah, the bull joint. They just move the sheet like this. Sometimes you gotta do it with the youngin' dog. You gotta say, all right, honey, let's let's look at houses. Let's just go look. We can go look. You start getting out there in the market. You start looking at houses. Then you start seeing like, oh yeah, we gotta put down this much. We gotta do this. You start walking. I'm like, oh man, like this is how much it's gonna cost us each month. This is what. A lot of times they just don't, they don't, they're not aware of all these like those steps that you just put in the, in the, in, into the equation. And you just walk through and when you seem like you're not fighting against it, right? You open to it, then it like kind of drop her guards down and then it allows you to talk sensible. Then you I can would, say, go ahead. I would even go a different route than you because with the youngins, if you let her see something that she wants, 
the illogical part of her brain is still going <laughs> off and she gonna want it she gonna be like we can afford it we just won't go here or we you know what i mean like you gotta make the budget first of what y'all can afford then go show her what she gonna be downgrading <laughs> to and when she see well oh we got this what we gonna be living in nah you right we go ahead and get the alarm system get a dog or something and just call it a life <laughs> Let a young and see something, they eyes get big like a kid. They just want the drink. It's your job to figure it out. Is the man, though? Dog, you are responsible for your household and making sure y'all not sleeping outside, dog. That's the bottom line. Whatever you gotta do. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, do the numbers, crush the numbers, then then take the walk down the street and be like, okay, this is what we're looking at. What is this? It's right. a shack. So we want, babe. This is what we've been approved for. What you mean? <laughs> uh, like, young. I mean, we can stay here. Is that what you want? You say you want to go. We can just stay here. We don't pay no money, bro. Okay. Put together a plan, dog. Maybe say like in a couple years we'll look when the market switch up. You know, right now it's just it's not an opportune time. We'll revisit it in a year or so. Can you we can we get the alarm system? Do this and do that. Get a dog, a strap, and see if we can just hold on for another year and some some change and see the market kind of correct and shift back. Then we can look. I'm with it. When it makes sense, let's do it. You got to be willing. I mean, when you're in a marriage, dog, you got to be willing to make sacrifices. Dog, you're not always gonna get your way. It always been Chevrolet. It's just not. That's not how it work. And you gotta be open to having a shift. Like it's difficult, but when you start to like learn the cadence of shifting, and trust me, I put my foot down. I put the line in the sand for certain stuff, right? But anything I can say yes on and kind of lend, it ain't gonna really hurt me none. Oh, what what's, what difference does it make, dog? Memories, you got pictures, photos, and, and videos. Like, come on, bro. You can drive the kids past the house. Oh, we used to live here. Boom, 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 boom. Let me show you the pictures. Like, come on. It's not it's not that big of a deal. All right. On to some sports, dog. Aaron, can we can we talk about it, dog? <laughs> can we talk about it? Leah Thomas? Transgender when wins the uh the swimming meet jumps and now everybody in the uproar. I saw an article and somebody wrote comparing Leah Thomas to Jackie Robinson. I almost broke my phone. Almost broke my phone. And 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 I, trust and believe, right? I I think that everybody's entitled to their opinion. And everyone is entitled to, you know, their perspective and different things. But I just do not agree with that perspective. As a, as a black man, I, it's, it, to me, it's it's not the same. And and in this circumstance, you know, while I I do, <clears throat> I think that you know, from from a, if you're a part of the trans community, you kind of look at the situation. You know, you're going to have a different perspective. You're going to look at it totally different, right? Because this essentially someone who's advocating for your your position. In, in in society, right? Um, and then on the other hand, uh, you have people who who are not necessarily they. I, I don't think the women who were in the, that that were swimming, you know, against her, really didn't. I don't know if they necessarily had an issue with it until after the situation panned out, right? Um, I think as a male swimmer. 
What, what was he was trash? She was ranked like five hundred something. As so a woman, he's number one. So, I mean, conversations like this bring out so many different elements because you're talking about gender. You're talking about the differences between genders, right? So, like, is a man physically like stronger than a woman? Does t- does lowering testosterone actually equal the playing field from a psychology standpoint? Like, no. I, I, I mean, this. Let me ask this question, right? It's totally Biology different. Is undefeated. If, we, if we if we playing basketball, Aaron, right? You got a dude who's six six, and he can handle the rock. You got a dude who's six, no, who's five nine, who can handle the rock. Which one you want? The six six every time. Automatic, dog. Why? Because size matters, Paul. Size matters, though. So, so like, and just basic examples, like you can just see that like size, it, it, you can lower someone's testosterone, but if they bigger than everybody. That's going to have an impact. That's going to give an advantage, depending on what the sport is or how you, you know, what you know, what sport you're competing in. It's going to change the dynamic. And so, I mean, it ain't he my was problem. Already honestly. adult in Alabama, already developed the muscles of a man, and it's just these youngers got to make a decision. Like when everybody was saying, like they're women it's no difference in trying to play fantasy land all the progressives these athletic women let these these new age progressives who don't care about sports don't watch sports male or female they just want to direct everything make the call and everybody signed up on it signed up for it then you want to turn around and cry and complain now you don't get to do that like if it's a woman it's a woman yeah. the Bama could look how you look the muscles could be what your muscles are <laughs> But you got to pick it. You can't have it both ways. You can't sign up where well, you can because that's what Americans do. But you sign up for stuff and then you want to get out of the check later. Like, oh, nah, like this ain't what I thought it was going to be and cry and complain. It, it cannot be both ways. So y'all need to go sort that out on y'all's end and then come back to the table and let us know what y'all decided. But you can't have it both ways. <laughs> I walked into the bathroom like this weekend, dog, and there was a woman in the drink. And I turned around and looked. She was like, yeah, you're in the right bathroom. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> dog, this is where we living in. First, first of all, she acknowledged that. You, she knew why I kind of turned around like, and looked at the door like. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new day. You got you got to accept it. I walked in and took my piss and it rolled out. I ain't complained. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? It is what it is. But the thing is, you not you also don't feel vulnerable either. What you mean? Like if you walk in the bathroom and and it, it's a it's a transgender or somebody who's um like that's not going that's not going to impose on you. That's not going to make you feel. Why like, should it impose on them if a woman is a woman and they are women with no comma no asterisk? They a woman. So what difference does it make? I mean, that's the those are the questions and discussions that are being had. That if a transgender woman, who, man that's now a woman, goes into a woman's bathroom with with women who identify as women, right? And, and from a biological standpoint, are women. Is that is do they feel this same comfort level as you know, as they would if it was just only strictly women who identify as women under 
the biological standpoint. <laughs> I mean, it's it sounds great. Even trying <laughs> to talk about this stuff. It is, it is, it is a lot of work, though. You got to pick is, your words. Wildly, I mean, every- yeah, because you, you you don't even know like pronouns matter and all. Like it's 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 a very polarizing. Um, and, and and part honestly, like I can, I'm one of those people. Like I can admit ignorance where I'm ignorant to a lot of stuff or something, right? And there's a lot of things about this that I'm just ignorant to, dog. I just, I don't, I can't like reconcile it from just the reasoning that I, I use. And just because it doesn't, just, not, just because that's not the case doesn't mean that it doesn't have value or there's no credence or credibility to it. I just, I'm ignorant, dog. And when you ignorant, you just like, I don't know. I don't know. But I just know all of these conversations are having. And I know that for this youngin, she a lot of the backlashes come from youngin she swam against. Not even like no like yeah, the males. Yeah. yeah, it's not really males who who have been adamant. But it feels like, and I don't know, it feels like some of that the animosity is towards men though. It ding, just, ding, it, ding, 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 ding. It, feel, it just feels that way. I'm not saying that it, that necessarily, but it just feels like it's directed at men trying to like keep and restrict, like women and transgender when I don't necessarily believe that to be the case, especially when you see the people who are in, who are the loudest voices of outrage. It's not men. It's the same people, right. And that's the issue I have is these, they, a lot of people don't think these things through. They just want to make a point to men. Like a lot of the animosity in the beginning when it was them trying to like beat in the point of it's no difference, it's just the women. Cause it started out with, they had issues with guys not wanting to date them and acting like it's a difference. And then they want to make, it's a woman, it's a woman, it's a woman. I'm not talking about the people on the other side who argue that about the bathrooms and there being danger. I'm talking about the same people who wanted to say it's a woman, it's a woman, it's a woman. A lot of those people are the same ones that are trying to circle back around and still have animosity towards men and say, all these men are still are just dominating the game. It's not fair. Like, and trying to acknowledge these differences that they didn't want to acknowledge and they wanted to make a point that there's no difference between, I don't know, whatever you call them, and, yeah. and, and regular women that were born biologically with the XX chromosome. So it's like... Yeah. That part is for y- y'all should have figured that part out before you came to the table with the original argument. Yeah. Now, now I'm gonna tell you in this article that this this youngin wrote about making a statement that Jackie Robinson should White be woman. like, yeah, she was basically who wrote the article statement that, yeah. What's her name? Uh, I, I can't. I, I don't have her name off the top. I should have researched that. I'm, you know, I'm not doing my job properly. But I, the argument she was making it was basically that, like, people who want to keep transgenders out are basically hurting women essentially because the pay wage it got like it was like thrown in there like how how you know men's make more significantly than women and by women kind of or transgenders coming in and becoming more dominant and it's kind of bringing more equality and equity across the board in the sports and and mingling everything together but I just don't, I don't, I don't subscribe to that perspective and opinion because do you, you, are you advocating or beating the drum for for this, uh, this drink to be out of the women's sports? What? Do you have a, like a hard line stance on, on like the, 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 the transsexuals? Yeah. Transgenders 
joining in women's sports or vice versa? Nah, Are you against I, I mean, it? No, I, I think I think it it to me personally, I think it hurts women's sports um, for women, but I'm not against it. Right, and it seems I'm like just an outside. Like, yeah, I'm just like an we're outside. against it. I actually I like it because I like when people make decisions and there are direct consequences to those decisions. Like, so figure it out. Mm-hmm. We're not against it, but I feel like the conversation is pointed directed at us. Like we're the ones saying that they shouldn't be in the joint. We all been looking back, smirking like, huh? This what happens yeah. when emotion meets logic. Like, yeah, men I, and women aren't the same. Period. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I never really like, like I don't, like I'm. They're not competing. I'm not competing against them, right? I yeah, just, like this conversation shouldn't be directed it, towards straight men. I just, I don't understand it. Okay, uh, we got Russell Wilson. He, he now Denver Bronco getting money. <laughs> they bought the cook. Uh. We talked to Sean Watson earlier in the show. Are the Browns? I, I mean, that division of football is tough now. It's tough. Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, I mean, that's the only one. But it's the Steelers, the though. Link. You can't. Yeah, he is the weakest link. But you can't count out the Steelers, though. They, they always show. Five hundred for the first time, dog. Nah, that ain't happening. Loaded. It's loaded, dog. You got Lamar Jackson. You got now Deshaun Watson. You got uh, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, who they lined dog. They made moves. Dog, what is Ron Rivera doing? These Bama's then being Ron they, Rivera. They retooled. They said, "Oh yeah, we need linemen. Now we ain't about to have Bama's destroying our team like that. Like nah, we know what time it is." They just changed their whole game plan around. Got a lineman stocking up. Mike, they retooling. They trying to go back again, Aaron. When the Bengals get vicious like this overnight. That's exactly why Cleveland went and got Deshaun Watson. Because you get the quarterback figured out, everything else just falls into place. Everything else just falls. You got to be a C. You could be a C GM, C plus GM, and you can go to the Super Bowl if you got the quarterback position figured out. If you don't have it figured out, you got to be A plus everywhere else: head coach, GM, facilities, team culture, owner. Everything else got to be A plus. Yeah, gotta be. But if you got a quarterback. Defense can be a C-level defense. Bama's can score points. You got a chance. <laughs> you got a chance. Oh, man. Dog, did you see LeBron James the other night, dog, dunk on uh, his former teammate? Yeah, that's the highest I've seen him jump since his first few years in the league. Dog, is, it, dog, is he reversing the clock? You know that's why Tom Brady came back, because of LeBron. Nah, because when he went back down on the other end and was playing defense, them legs was moving real slow. That lateral <laughs> movement <laughs> was what it was. No, Batman had like 38, 12, and 10. Dog, this man, LeBron, He's I'm so sorry. He's so efficient, dog. He might be, he, he might, dog. This is going to be, you know how much we're going to have to argue Batman's that he not the GOAT when this Batman retired for officially? We're going to like, it's going to be a real argument. Like, I'm Batman, I'm unsure if Batman's get shot over this jump, dog, because it's just, he, what he's doing right now is his age is unprecedented. And like, Jordan, how, Jordan, he quit the game at what, 39? The 40? first time he, he was younger 40? than that. Nah, he was younger than that. I want to say like mm-hmm. 36, 37. 36, 37? Oh, then he came back a... with the Wizards. Yeah, when he came back with the Wizards, he was like 38, right? 
I thought the Bama was 40. I could oh, be yeah, wrong. He was close, though. But And he was having spurts, but his body was so broken down, it just but wasn't. He didn't take care of his body anywhere near what LeBron nah. take care of his body. Yeah, you're right, dog. This Bama yeah, smoking cigars. Yeah, he's more drunk, drunk, drunk. Gambling till Gambling all night. Yeah, playing golf the next morning, right before the games. Knees back, bent over all day long. Yeah, That was a different was, day. Yeah, Bama yeah, was, was drinking and smoking in the locker room. <laughs> it was completely different. Dog, I was getting dusted right before. Dog, them stories about Dennis Rodman. Dog, the Batman Dennis Rodman will fly out the city. I need a break, coach. Like, all right, the you day, got 10 days. The day of the game, this Batman will fly to another city, party, then fly back right before the game. Show up like eight, like 825. Everybody there in the warm-up lines, like, yeah, where Dennis? Young, he playing tonight? Then the Batman just come out the out the back like like he was in the locker room, <laughs> button in his pants, dog, to play. Pre-camera yeah. phones, dog. Bama's was getting away with murder. Murder, dog. Murder. What else happened in uh in, in sports? This... Any other NFL news? I feel like it was a rack of NFL news. Uh, okay. I mean, Deshaun was the biggest news. What your Wizards doing? They not, that's not my team, dog. I don't follow them no more. Well, what your I football do not team follow- doing? The Commanders. Commonwealth oh, Commanders. Gosh, How they son. looking? What that offseason looking like? What's the quarterback looking like? Dog, all these reports coming out with Carson Wentz, I just, I don't know, bro. They, they talk about this dude, a diva. He got to be the man. They going back to his time in Philadelphia talking about how he slandered other teammates and how he was slandering Nick Foles when Nick Foles was carrying him to the promised land, how he was on the, on the bench stewing. Like, that's some AAU-type move right there, dog. When you stewing because your man cooking and you not getting the shine, like, all of those kind of characters. Then they said in Indianapolis, they was like, they they gave up, you got to remember, they gave up a draft pick to get Carson Wentz to the team. And then after a year, his numbers weren't even that bad. 27 and 13 or something like that. Uh, touchdown to interception ratio, which is not bad. They just cut ties with the Bama. So, and then Frank Wright went and, and apologized to the GM. Was like, dog, my bad. I tried to get you this Bama head, dog. Like, I'm sorry. Like, so what is this dude doing that where people just do not like him at all? Like, where he be messing up the locker rooms, bro? He seems spoiled and entitled. You telling me he got the WME syndrome? Times 10, because the Bama had, was halfway to an MVP season, then got hurt. So they always have the excuse of what if or, oh, we could just get them back to this. You know what I mean? It's like that flash in the pan that all of these coaches with these egos think, we no, I'm the right coach. I can get them back to this. And that's not usually how um, things pan out. So, um, I mean, he's going to be better. He better What's saving him is he's better than what they had last year because mm-hmm. the quarterback last year couldn't make half of the NFL throws. Mm-hmm. So he's better than that. His numbers were solid last year, 27 and 7. Um, he, he's at least a letter grade better than what they had. Okay. And so, so the you mission. Had, you, had, you, had D, you had D level play in Heineke. So you're saying he's C plus? Probably about that. Okay. Do you think they could squeeze B minus out of them? If they would have gotten them help, or if I had faith in the offensive coordinator or the head coach, but I think both of them are in frauds. And the fact <laughs> that they're bringing Carson here 
says that they want to try to win now to justify their jobs versus actually trying to build for the long term. Ah. So because of those, I think they're, they have ulterior motives. I don't know how much this is going to work out. You're going to hear people's names get thrown under the bus this year more than we have the last couple of years. It's just you're going to finally get to see things unravel for Ron because he's lost five out of his last six seasons. And it's a secret for some reason. Nobody's talking about it. They like him. The military vibes and the ass kissing in the press conferences. So, like, everybody seems to like him. I don't know how long it's going to take for people to actually look at what the product is he's been putting out and start to ask real questions and start to drum up the same kind of foolishness they do when they get tired of every other coach. Old Danny to come back. Does, he escape? Does, he, es- does he escape this year? I think it depends on how bad the team is. If he can sniff around eight and eight, and what he really could do is draft a rookie. That's what coaches always do when they're trying to extend the back end of that contract or feel like they're getting fired. Um, you think Malik? You think Malik give him an extension? He's gonna go early. I think he's gonna go before that. Um, before sixteen. Washington pick at eleven. Oh, and, uh, before eleven, he's not gonna go before eleven. I think he will because I think Falcons need a quarterback now and down in Atlanta would be the perfect spot for a black quarterback like that because the reception he'll get will be very different than what he would get anywhere else. Um, And with all the quarterback movement, I just think it's a chance that he's going to go higher than that. I think they're going to end up trying to take the baby hands, dude. The Kirk Cousin clone. Um, was it picking? Oh, yeah, pick they love those kind of guys. No, they so. Bamas was trying to size him. I, I seen a, a IG, it was like, pick it is this, pick it is. I'm like, dog, anytime I hear Bamas going out of their way to try to size a Bama, that's when my 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 uh NFL spider sense go off, and I'm like, let me look at the game tape for myself because they were trying to sit, tell me his pro day was all world, Bama was throwing. Oh, they were like, oh yeah, the ball just jumped off his hand. Bro, the re- the receivers was slowing up to catch the I said, well, this when and, and trust me, this time of year, every year, we expose how 90% of these NFL correspondents, Bamas, the Bamas is working to beat reporters and trying to, you know, get on NFL network. They don't know what they're talking about. It's a handful of Bamas that know exactly what they're talking about. Um, ball dinger, that Bama no football. I trust, I trust him. Bucky Brooks, I seen him trying to chip away at my man armor though, but he he been holding, he been holding tight. But once you start, they start getting the checks, not the check like, from the from the network, the checks. Like Mike Mayock did. He used to be solidified. Then he started taking the bread, and you see him slowly drifting away, drifting away, then he ended up taking a job. And and you see what they do, they don't even necessarily come out outright and be like, this is my number one guy because they don't want the tape on that. What they right. do is they be like, look how you can see the and ball the right jumps system. out of his hand. Yeah, in the right With the system. right team. Can... <laughs> they they can take advantage the... <laughs> of this strength and this strength. Yeah, if he gets with a team like this, knowing, knowing well, they're not, they not going to get him anyway, right? But he's just, he gets with a team like this, he could excel because he would be in an offense where he would have these guys at his disposal and like, come on, bro. we done, I done peeped the situation, but we haven't, our, our draft analysis is coming. Uh, it's coming in April. Don't worry. Right before the draft, we're going to have a draft show exclusively to draft picks and 
uh, analysts and all, all, all of the above, dog. We looking at pro days and who really fried, who was some sauce. I know Malik Willis, I think he had his pro day today. Um, but we gonna get into all that. HBCUs, dog. Deion Sanders, is he shifting the culture? Yeah, because there's uh, who else coaches in that division now? Um, uh, somebody else that was in the league. But the ball head Bama from the Tennessee Titans used to run. Uh, George, Eddie George. Eddie George, yeah. So, I mean, moves are being made exactly according to the blueprint he laid out when he first took the job. Um, we just need some consent. Like, what's going to happen is you know how they always try to con- divide and conquer. They're going to offer him a job at a big white school or at least a, a bigger <laughs> in Jackson State white school or maybe even an NFL. It, are, it, like Aaron, Aaron, it already happened, I'm sure. Oh, I understood, but not the right one yet. So I'm just hoping the only thing that could kind of mess up the momentum of this movement is Dion leaving or his health I, being a factor in him yeah. no longer I, being able to be what he's been I, in the last I, two years. I actually think Dion wants to do one thing, though, before he leaves. That That's why, I, trust me, Dion's probably already been sought out after by like big, big time like schools. I, I'm pretty sure people have thrown their name in a hat, right? And probably put offers out there. Le- legitimate, lucrative offers for him, right? But I think I think Dion, he he wants to do one thing before he he runs away, right? He get wants his sons to in the league. He wants to get his sons in the league. And he wants to change the dynamic. I think he wants to change to where the HBCUs, like they have to integrate it into the 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 regular system. Cause you know they, they still didn't invite um, HBCU players to the combine, though, in Indianapolis. No, they no. Didn't, no. And so I think that's a mission he's on. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, y'all gonna invite. And he's going to get his sons there. And, like, they had players in the, in the HBCU league that would not even just, like, a few. They had a bunch of guys that were, like, really doing work. And so I think he said they, they, they're anticipating seven guys going in this year's NFL draft um, between rounds one and seven, which is, which is huge, though, because last year nobody went. But I just – it's going to be interesting to see. I, I, like, I really think Deion – he's on a mission to just make this one change, like make this link. Cause he said one thing in his interview, they interviewed him as of late and they, he was like 10, 10 of y'all didn't come out here. And he was like naming the 10 coaches that didn't come to the combine. He's like, I know who you are. And when you, when I do see you, it's going to be a problem. Like, I think he's trying to make it to where there's some, uh, what do you call it? You know how, like, if it's like five diamonds in the world, and it's just them only five diamonds. The value of them five diamonds go up he- heavy because it's only five of them Jones in the world. I think he's trying to bring that to like the HBCU football, where they're like the most coveted. Like they, where where NFL teams will then overvalue those players, like or put them at a high value because it's like, oh, like if I can get one of those guys, like I can improve my team, you know, and. And we can we can change the game because nobody's really looking at those players like that, or they are, but they're not really. That could be a way for your team to come up, Aaron. You talk about like getting the edge in the draft. In the eighties, that was a thing where you saw a lot of the, um, like Bill Forty um, Nine ers with uh, 
Oh, Walsh? Rice. Bill Walsh was one of the guys who had guys looking at some of the HBCUs and drafting players in the first round from HBCUs. And some of the other programs, that's how they got an edge. They paid attention to players that other coaches weren't. And everybody in the league now was too stupid to have an advantage over every other coach. Like, it just, it makes no sense. I think they, I think, yeah, what, what Dion is building and like, you know, the coaches there, because honestly, and I, and it was good, dog. It's made my heart so feel so good, bro. When they were talking about Dion Sanders, these are other HBUCU coaches. I I know they could like they there was no hating at all. No hating, no like you know, you you know how it be sometimes where like our own people will just try to throw a backhanded comment or try to like like I don't, I don't care about Dion, like everybody, you know, on Dion and he ain't really I've been here. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was none of that. Everybody was paying homage. They was giving respect. They were saying, like, yeah, we just really appreciate what he's doing for our league and stuff. And it just that's the type of camaraderie and togetherness that can actually make changes, dog. Because honestly, I know that those HBCU teams, all these different HBCUs are starting to get more looks that they probably would never get just because it's a buzz and it's starting to look cool. Aaron, you know how people just want to look cool a lot of times. Nothing else. It ain't got to be no logic. Like, yeah, Bama looks sweet in that joke. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just want to look cool. And it's starting to look cool to go to an HBCU, even if you're a top recruit around the country, right? It's starting to look cool. And who's the thing for that? Neon Dion, dog. They might try to put a hit out on that man, dog, because I'm telling you. You already see they taking his toes. They, they didn't put the uh, solution in this mama's water. <laughs> like, this shit gotta stop. No. Because it's just only gonna get more and more momentum. Dion, dog, let me tell you something. Out of all the athletes in the world, my favorite athlete all time is Deion Sanders, dog. All time. Muhammad Ali is a close second. And then Jordan is third. But Dion Dog, just his energy, his positivity. Now, you might find that that Bama's the scum of the earth, dog, but his how he present, dog. He's mastered the uh whatchamacallit? Uh what's his name? White who running for mayor in uh, DC. He need to take a, a note out of uh, Dion book, a page out of Dion book, though. How he mastered the, the Instagram and the reels. He using his sons. I'm sure his sons is helping him with it, though. And he's like, he's mastered and garnered uh just kind of like homed in on the the like the uh social media space, though. This he got deals on the table because he got his own deal so he can just pass them jumps over the kids. and so, He got so much, so many resources and stuff that cachet that he could use to lure kids into the to programs or like, and, and Dion, he one of them type of people, I'm just saying, I know I'm sizing Dion real heavy, but he just, like, we need people like this, though. Like, I feel like Dion, he one of them type of dudes, like, he want to win, but he don't want to win at all costs. That that's one of the things that's hurt the black community to the to the tilt is where like Bama's want to win and they willing to do whatever to win like even if it's gonna be at the expense of their own people or whatever. 
right? The Jason Whitlocks of the world, them type Bamas, dog. Like, it just, like, because they just so selfishly, like, oh, I got to win, got to win. This is the way I can win, right? And then they just try to flip it and lie on the back end, be like, I was just trying to infiltrate the system so I could help us. Like, it helps us if I, like, no. But a lot of yeah. that comes from being a loser. Like, if you look at Whitlock, he's a lifetime loser. And so he's going to do whatever he can to be desperate. He's something that dude since the beginning. And so you see a lot of times that makes a huge difference in, like, where Bama's a draw the line for how low they were stood. Because yeah. they felt like they never was nothing their whole life. They kind of start to despise the culture and other people that look like them at a certain extent. And that's why they're so willing to, like, sell everybody short. Like, you talked about, you called me a fed. Like, just imagine how this man was treated looking like that growing up. Yeah, he ain't get no youngins. Bama's throwing ice cream on top of his head, all types of that. <laughs> Every time he walk in a room, Bama he slap his butts out his hand. Bama... You know everybody looking at you like, God damn. Every time you walk into a room. <laughs> so imagine how that make you feel towards the people. Just imagine. No, everywhere you go, don't let a man grow up in a, in a major city. Bama's going 450, bank you off, break city. It's all good. You old big scum missile here. Then you oh, can't like, go out there eat without Bama's looking like, look at this, look at this, look at this. Look what this Bama got. This is, <laughs> you know how it uh, goes. Yeah, bro. That's it, but yeah, we needed we need Dion, dog, because he he. I, I wouldn't be surprised if behind the scenes, like if he goes talk to kids and they be like, yeah, you know, I'm thinking about doing this, and he be like, look, man, if you don't come to my school, I only got 56 kids here. Like I can only take this amount of kids here. You got a talent, and I want you to come to my school, but why don't you look over at uh, why don't you look over at Howard, see if you can. You can get on them. I know you want to be in DC. I could call the coach, see, see if we can get you. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if behind the scenes, Dion then already had like a, a like a sit-down round table with all the HBCU coaches and was like, look, I'm here. I know some of y'all don't want me to be here, like a politician. And was like, but if we trying to like build our programs, we're just gonna bring money to the schools and do this and do that, like we gotta work together. And I'm willing to like use my influence to give y'all Bamas and help y'all programs be good because if our conference looks like we got all the all the talent, then that's gonna help us, right? Get on the map. I wouldn't be surprised if Dion was doing that behind the scenes quietly, bro. I would not be surprised because Dion is a, first of all, he's an innovator. The Bama thinks forward. Like he, when Dion was in the- I didn't know he was just smart. It should have been been obvious from the way he played, but I didn't know he was this smart. Dog, this Bama, Dion might be the smartest athlete on the low. Like LeBron is smart too. You don't know because they say uh, Randy Moss was that way too. Like one of the smartest football players, not a quarterback in the league. Dog. And and the thing is, Dion's so smart that he keep it a secret that he's smart. <laughs> Dog. Dog. Them that's that's the how you be effective. That's how you get change and stuff. Cause Aaron, you know, like I know, when everybody know how smart you really are, you're a threat. So they would have kiboshed that Jay from the get-go. <laughs> they would have known he was gonna move like this. They would have they were like, nah, they would have offered more money at ESPN. They would have did whatever they could to keep this battle from going. And they when thought they thought it was gonna be a fail. They thought it was gonna be a fail. <laughs> <laughs> no, and the thing is, 
even even people, black people, saw him go to the franchise and were like, they thought we thought it was gonna be a fail. Some of us did, not us, but I'm just saying, some even our own people, like the, the game that's been done on a, on our people is just so so dastardly. Like when we like, I don't know, dog. Like who he gonna get? Like how's he gonna, dog? It's easy, Aaron. Football is easy. <laughs> and a lot of it is jealousy that he has the because we were talking about this in reference to the uh who Maryland hired for the basketball coach uh, yesterday mm-hmm. and um Bama was arguing that like it don't really matter because guys don't want to be here and guys want to feel like they're going away for college mm-hmm. and my point is that like you think Bama's wanting to go to Jackson State in Mississippi like if you get a coach and risk a hanging out that job, like that knows how to connect with the kind of players that you wanted to program, that is eighty percent of college basketball. And it doesn't mean you have to necessarily be black, but it helps in this day and age because a lot of white guys are just out of touch, especially the guys Maryland likes to hire. These Randy Etzels and Turgens, like it's so much stuff that we know behind the scenes that these Bama's doing and refuse to do and people they refuse to build relationships with certain kinds of kids they refuse to recruit then when Bama's end up being cookers they want to turn around and be like oh we tried at the last minute like that's not how it works like they don't have the relationships or the people skills to navigate the kind of people they need to know. And it matters. Like you can pretend like it doesn't matter. It matters. Like PG County is probably the number one pipeline for players especially in public school. Other schools say it. Other schools like you know, DC got a hotbed of players like And you ain't gotta have a fat five. You need one or two of those guys a recruiting class. Like Maryland in our like in our youth, like not even that young, like in our twenties, Maryland was like that in basketball and was getting guys to come to the school. So it's like it's like a bunch of lame. And they ain't, and they ain't like they ain't like how what you call it, uh what's his name? Was doing it, well, it just it got it overwhelmed him because the jump it got real. It got you. He had to play ball for real, and he was yeah, like, and he refused to deal with that. that man, he, he a kid cop, <laughs> and that's part of the reason why he left. But he still had guys like he was getting Baltimore guys and stuff like that. Like, but people want to do it they the WME like their way. Like you got to get with the program or you'll get lost. And and this hire that they got the guy from um, what school did they? This little turtle worm looking back. Like it's just. It just shocks me that they can be this close. You're in the same county with all of this talent, even they in public schools, not, and they can't, can't figure it out. Of them. And then they just keep giving these lies and excuses, talking about, oh, well, we we already recruited for that position, so we can't, we don't need two centers, or we don't need two guards like that. We just go, like, what? They just can't figure it out, dog. But you, it, once you figure out to get a guy who can co- who can connect with the Bamas in the, in the uh, area, build those relationships, Make kids want to come play for you. Think guys wanted to come with breaking their neck to come play for Randy Etzel or um, no Turgeon? No, you gonna make me apply for the coaching, Joan? Dog, I don't got no experience, but I know I couldn't do worse, dog. You give me, dog, give me five cookers. Maryland on football and basketball. Back when Ralph Friesen was there, was a pipeline to the <laughs> NFL. First round picks. <laughs> Sean Merriman. Uh, Davis, uh, Vernon Davis, Vernon Davis. It was so many Bamas that was coming out of Maryland going to the league. Ain't cooking at the at the next league. But Bamas got excuses for these failures when they keep hiring these jokes. Oh, man, don't. Yeah, man. 
Yeah, we about to get out of here. NCAA tournament. It was some upsets, though. I love this tournament, though. I love competitive competitive basketball at this level. It's just so exciting to watch. That Arizona game, that jump. Last year, NCAA tournament was like that, too. This year, it's, it's right there on par. I'm like, oh, these games are all going to the wire. You seeing the one seed getting taken down by the 14th seed. It, it's crazy. Kentucky out. I had to throw my bracket in the track. I just filled the zone out, and these Bama's lost. I'm just... Did you see when they interviewed the coach, his press conference? Calipari? Nah, the, the winning coach. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I this like is exactly him. what we're talking about. Like, I like what did you him. What did you think when they had all these bigger players trying to bully you around? See, I, I, I get guys from New York and New Jersey. <laughs> You think they scared it like yes. guys who think like that, like who get it versus yeah, looking at a did. cue card and coaching off a cue card. Oh, we need this guy. And you know what I mean? It's just yeah. the drink get real weird when you get these, these out of touch bammers out here making a decision. It's that simple, bro. Sports is easy, bro. Uh, we're going to get out of here. Uh, follow us at OSS 980 other side of sports. Um, shout out to where's Buffy podcast. Shout out to, Last day radio, free agent radio. Shout out to um, Jenna Garcia. Shout out to Sports Talk Tasha. Shout out to my man Van, my man Wes, uh, my man Mike, uh, Dual Vision. Uh, and we out. You can check out our podcast each and every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play. Just search Other Side of Sports. Or you can follow us on Instagram at OSS980. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me. How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about Let me speak! How does that feel? How does that feel?